stage. We are clear. Stand by. Stage reset at House Lights. Thanks, team, for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change Backstage Conversations. How do you feel backstage? <laughs> not bad, not bad. You know, natural environment for us. <laughs> <laughs> backstage is where you, uh, where you become more yourself, right? The, the adrenaline rush of the onstage moment. Uh, you, you've had one today here at PCMA Convening uh, in Lausanne in your very own backyard. Um, how, do you, how do you reflect on, on like three days on site and what we've experienced? Now recording a podcast for those that are listening, we are... Looking out onto an inside garden at EPFL, the University in Lausanne, uh, having just come from convening leaders, uh, sorry, convening EMEA, EMEA uh, here in um, just 50 meters from where we are right now. Uh, look, for me, it is very, it is, it is, I can say, even emotional because uh, since many, many years when I, when I joined as a member PCMA and I attended the first EMEA event, um, I said, this is the right event for uh, the city where I live in and I love, Lausanne. Uh, and we start planning together with PCMA to bring this event here and then COVID hit. And then we had to put everything on the back burner, but, but we were still adamant that we are going to make it. And then we turned it into and we saw the bright side of things and we said, actually, it's going to be the first event in a post-COVID period that it will be mainly in person. And uh, even the weather, even the weather are, is with us on this. I mean, for three days straight. For three days straight in October. I mean, we have beautiful sunny day. It's a small Indian summer. Uh, I, I couldn't be more happy than for the participants and also for the city of Lausanne, which supported this event tremendously. Yeah, and <clears throat> this was my first PCMA experience. Ah. Here you it go. was a very good one. Here you go. And um, I must say, we, we were like talking on the metro and talking when we drove here um, about what is the what is PCMA, what is MPI, what are all these all these different organizations, and you can actually see the DNA of, of PCMA quite well in this event. And what actually we are we were also talking about is uh, its content, its experience, but what the event makes the event a good event, at least in my perspective now, is the crowd, right? So it's the audience you have curated as PCMA, but also maybe as Lausanne, or maybe as yourself, as your, in, from your own perspective. Having the right people here is crucial. What do you think? How, do you do, how did you do that? Well, well actually, it, it, it is literally, we did, it, we did it with the network. Everybody, we decided that we want this to be a success, and we start calling up on our network, explaining the value of PCMA, explaining why we, first of all, got involved with PCMA, because you said something that is very key. I mean, in our industry, there's many associations, uh, and all of them, they serve a, a very good purpose. The, the question is that you as an individual, you need, you need the sense of belonging to, to a certain association. And, and every association has its own DNA and its own purpose of existence. I, I'm, I was involved with many associations. When I got involved with PCMA, I found in a way, if you want, I found like my association. It, it means a lot to me, I like their values. I, I value every individual. It was very important for me that it was an American, um, if you want, driven association, but 
extremely open, and, and Serif has, has a lot to do with it, extremely open to EMEA and to Asia Pac, which is refreshing because, you know, in Europe, you know it better than me, we have this, uh, we have this uh, uh, stereotype that, oh, it's an American association that will come here, that will tell us how to do things. And uh, No, it's not this. The people that they are part of it, they really care. They really care. And this event is, as you said, uh, I'm not going to say we are all friends, but there is a dynamic in the room. There is a dynamic from the people that they are there. And people usually, uh, again, I uh, like when I'm talking about the reason that you're coming to a conference, you invest time. And when you invest time, you want to get out. And you, you are happy to say the time it was well invested. And this can be only because you met two people or because you like the atmosphere, the content or anything. But the absolute purpose at the end is that your invested time, it was well spent. Yeah. And I, I think on that note, so bringing that back to connecting that to design, I think what people need to understand is that exactly what you probably did, and I can already imagine that knowing you a little bit better, is that you just picked up the phone and you, you, yeah. you just bloody exactly. call, call a few people exactly. and said like, I want you to be there, yeah. right? Don't disappoint me, right? So and it's and, worth and it's worth it, right? So it, so it's um, and I think that is what many people do. You design you design a great conference, and then and then you leave it to the ones to execute it. And I think what what you should do is um, engage the board, engage a few senior leaders, and make sure that they all call a few people and they call their network because we all get invited for many things. But can you imagine, I mean, for us it was also a tremendous, I believe for EMEA region and for Lausanne, it was a tremendous success that actually the board from United States came over. Yeah. First time yeah. traveled after two years. It's a big I mean, commitment to... It's a big commitment yeah. to EMEA. Yeah. It's a big commitment to EMEA. It's a big commitment for Lausanne. And, and you know, I remember when we had the first discussions with Lausanne and Swiss tourism, they immediately got it. They immediately got it. They said like, yeah, I mean, these are the people that we want to showcase our city. I mean, yeah. And I think the kind of support you can then see and feel, right? So um, what I've noticed is that, you know, maybe when things are closer, especially now, it's a good kind of first Petri dish to get reacquainted. And unfortunately, you weren't there at your very own opening reception in the International Olympic Museum, but Rod and I and, and Garrett and, and our colleagues... Thank you for so the many, pictures. Thank you for the pictures. We, we were sending you pictures whilst yeah. you were in Greece lighting, uh, you know, lighting the torch. And... Um, those first interactions, depending on the lanyard color, right? If you were green, it's you amazing. were maybe closer and, and, and ready to hug people. Yeah. If you were blue, you were at a safe distance to handshake. And if you had a red lanyard, everyone was respected that you kept your distance. And this is the world we live in now. Yeah. But the vibe of people reconnecting or re-seeing each other after such a gap of 18 months and that sensation in the room on that very evening with that magical place, was that was extraordinary. That's a very memorable gap coverer, right, of, of a very strange period for everyone. And That's, I think it's amazing. And I think, you know, the support that, you know, Switzerland gave for the dinner last night and all the partners collaborating, that's the feeling we've been missing for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and there are things that you cannot replace with technology. I mean, you cannot replace everything with technology. Yeah. You, how many virtual cocktails you had? That you At first, a few, a, a few, and yeah. then many less. <laughs> and then, and and honestly, uh, the, the same people show up. The same kind of conversations you have. You get you get 
bored at some point, right? So like, okay, yeah, what's new, right? Yeah. And uh, and that's that's because the audience needs to ch- needs to change in in cocktails, and also I think what you did um, and what is hard to do in 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 a virtual environment is you set the tone, right? At the first um, reception, I f- I felt you set the tone. From I I talked to to a few people coming flying in from the Netherlands and. They said like, okay, we get a pa- we get a real ticket, yeah, which could feel like okay, yeah, a real ticket, right? Uh, it, that's a price, but it's it's taking something out of your hands, comfort Completely. level, no com- comfort level, exactly. no worries. You can travel to us, and that so we 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 talked about like what is the alternative? Like standing at the kiosk desk at Geneva Airport trying to find your ticket. Where should I go? I don't know. Do you have Swiss francs or whatever? Yeah. Right. So it's all kind of things you take out of the hands, and actually, that is that is something which is so important in the experience journey to to take those barriers away and obstacles away. It's uh, you've been to many events, and sometimes we've been invited to events that, that the city was the first time. Mm-hmm. I personally am not good with if you want, preparing my arrival, okay? <laughs> I'm like you, <laughs> Exactly. I'll figure it out I'll, on the way. Exactly. I mean, the best in the best case scenario, if I'm not tired, I will prepare my, my arrival in the plane. <laughs> and by then I was like, I don't have this information. And now, I, <laughs> and now I am not connected on the internet. So how am I going to find out? Yeah. The fact that you're arriving and things have thought through, it's not a matter because sometimes they think that it is a matter of, of level of service. It's not a matter of level of service. It's a matter of the type of service, independent of the, if you want, if it is first class, business class, economy. It is just that you're getting a holistic service. You arrived and basically, even if you knew nothing about, somebody is telling you, here it is, you go down to platform one, there it is the thing, and it will go straight at the center of the city. And then when you arrive there, there's somebody expecting you. Exactly. Things are simple, huh? Things are simple. It can be made simple, but it has to be thought through to a degree where the closest your events get to your front door, or, you know, the the smaller the gap between your own front door and where the event really begins, right? Where 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 that journey begins. That breaking point needs to be as short as possible. What is the biggest problem of Lausanne? There is this perception, conception, that they don't have an aeroplane, they don't have an airport, okay? So international events, they will not think because they say, well, Geneva. So the first thing that we needed to do, it was to, to pass a message, very clear message, that actually, you know what, it is so easy. I mean, to go to, to the New York International Airport, okay, you need much longer time than to go from Geneva to Lausanne in just 30 minutes on a train, comfortable train, Swiss train, on time, boom. With a lake view. With a lake view, exactly. With a sunset or sunrise or anything in between. So yeah. that's why from the beginning I said, these are the things. I mean, if you want to, this is how you help, if you want, the, the, the city and the infrastructure. And you explain mm-hmm. to the events world, things are simple. And I think now that we've taken a gap in our hectic, you know, event to event running, even for the people in the events industry, you appreciate these moments. Right, mm-hmm. so exactly the moments of taking the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, my colleague uh, Garrett and I were walking towards the convention center. We were going at warp speed. We were going at abnormal speed, and we we briefly looked at each other and said, "Today, shall we just slow down thirty percent or forty percent from what we were intending to do?" And thought about that for the whole day and did that. And you know what? 
it's actually a pretty good feeling. Yeah, it's pretty good. And, and you know, we're backstage, so, I mean, you know that I'm, I'm always talking about the three T's. Eventually, one day, maybe I will write the book. But, <laughs> but it, it is, I mean, technology, these are the three big problems of business events. Technology, time, and talent. Yeah. Technology, I'm sorry to say, proven, we are not good at it. Not yet, okay? Talent, look the discussion we had today. It's not that we are bad, but we still haven't found the way to bring a lot of new talent. You can talent. see that now, right? People have, people have left the event industry exactly. to go work in vaccination centers yeah. or wherever. And, yeah. and now we are suffering to yeah. get them back. Yeah. And then time. Everybody wants more than 24 hours. Well, you know what? It will never happen. <laughs> It will never happen. Mm -hmm. Try to learn how to use your time in the best possible way. This is something that post-COVID will change with events. Yeah. People will think twice before they go to a conference yes they will think twice they will not be spending all their time going around no they will and be pick <coughs> and choose yeah. and what we discovered so we we have um the, for the best part of the last 21 years at least for myself speaking for myself but then we had a we had a similar journey we had a similar journey um and we we discovered that people in the age where we were in the early 2000s We don't see them here. So either they take a different journey or their bosses don't allow them to. Exactly. Or whatever other reason. But I think we need to also think about like how can we onboard people from the, in, the tw in their 20s and, and immerse them in this thinking because events will change your behavior. Events will change your career and have, exactly. will have impact because then you grow. You f find other people. I've never had a job interview, at least not one which I passed. Um, because I, I moved from one job to the other, right? So, uh, because because people knew knew me and uh, I built network yeah. in in events. And I think that sense of belonging is exactly why people come to events. So, yeah. on that beautiful time note, um, we are so delighted, Panos, that you were able to join us. I know you're on the on the cusp of joining the PCMA board, and you have an advisory board meeting now. That's going to happen immediately after the conference again. It's actually this to discuss. After, you know, on the, on the heat of the moment to discuss already about uh, convening AMEA and lessons learned. And I think once you're, you've just experienced it, you're so fully in that experience journey in instructional exactly. design, before your head hits the pillow, you want to make sure that you, you, you take that moment of, of peak experience and convert it into the future, future learning, learning. Right? And, exactly. and, and flip it. So thank you for your time. We're going to, again, reach out next year to you and, and we're going to have many more conversations between now and then. We're not going to wait for a year. But uh, good, good luck on your role. Thank you for hosting um, this event. Truly delighted. Basically the city. Thank you. You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag design to change and hashtag event canvas. Want more thought-provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation.